two frequencies that meet in the middle. So on the right ear and on the left ear is a different frequency each, and it creates one frequency in your brain. So it helps you to meditate deeper, to access your wisdom within. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Rooted in the Cosmos, your podcast for all things spirituality, new earth vision, higher consciousness, and spiritual leadership. My name is Isabel Gloria, and I'm welcoming you to this brand new episode. It is the 24th of December when this episode comes out, which means that we celebrate Christmas Eve in Germany. From wherever you're listening, whether you're celebrating Christmas or you're not celebrating or you're just meeting up with family for traditional purposes, whatever you do on these days, I hope you will have a lot of peace and a lot of time for yourself to really calm down at the end of this year, reflect and come up with some intentions for the upcoming year. I love, love, love to do that. At every end of the year, I feel like the energy is changing so much collectively because we're all getting a little bit more calm and we're all being more reflective. We get together with our families. Emotions may come up. Not for everyone, Christmas is a good time. So there's just a lot going on in the collective and I like to take time for myself as much as I can. We know, like, especially if we're celebrating, there is some level of Christmas stress going on, but I really take time for myself and I really do things that I usually do not take time for, which is like the, the usual cheesy um, baking cookies and uh, drawing a picture like painting with actual colors and not digitally stuff like that I really like to do that and this is what I've been doing for the last couple of days I'm still working I'm still having clients I'm still supporting them but in my free time I like to do really really peaceful meditative things and uh, I love the Christmas time for that I don't we don't celebrate in our family for like any religious reasons it's more like a traditional thing and also to we celebrate in our own way like my entire family is pretty spiritual and the energy is still beautiful and we remember like that we have each other and it's just um, a get-together and I always love that I really love the Christmas time and this more peaceful time of the year on that note I want to use today's episode for calming down for letting the year go and for reflecting and creating like a peaceful environment for yourself. I really love to do that at the end of the year and I usually like to dive into very complex spiritual topics with you and I will continue doing that next year but for this episode let's get a little bit of more like a wholesome vibe and um, this is this is why I decided to inspire you or hopefully activate you to take these couple of days that every one of us probably has, like you have at least a couple of days where you can take time off and take time for yourself and really create something for yourself. What I mean by that is that I will guide you through the process of setting up a sacred space in your home. And no matter how big or small your house, your flat, your apartment is, you can set up a sacred space for you. Like you just need a, a corner in a room and it will be a beautiful sacred space. And we will go through this process together. You may already have a sacred space where you meditate or where you do your spiritual practices. 
But even then, you may feel inspired to level it up even more or to make it more cozy, to make it more beautiful, to give it more love and attention, because now is the time to do that, to start into 2024 with this beautifully set up sacred space in your home that you can meditate in, that you can do your practices in. A sacred space is a place in your own home where you can immerse in your spiritual practice. You can journal, you can meditate, you can read, you can just sit in silence with yourself and do all these kind of mind-expanding and soul-nourishing things that you usually take not enough time for. Like, we tend to not do that too often. And if there's a sacred space that you can go into and that already has the energy of, okay, I'm, I'm going to spend time with myself now, it gets much easier to actually do your practices and to reflect and journal and do all the things you want to do. In the best case scenario, you have a whole room as your sacred space, but anyone can create a sacred space. No matter how big or small your house is, your room is, you can always set up something that makes it really, really possible for you to go there when you practice. A tiny, tiny corner in your room that you commit to keeping uncluttered and sacred is enough to create a wonderful sanctuary for your spiritual practice. I've always done this no matter where I lived. I've always had like this little little corner in the room at least that was there for my meditation practice or for my journaling. And I love having this and I see it in my clients how much they love it. So I either set up a sacred space for them if they are in the, in for the journey of uh, their spiritual development and all that, or we set up a sacred workspace, which is for the entrepreneurs that I work with, because your workspace, if you're working on a mission, if you have like this spiritual mission behind your business, it's also very, very important to have a sacred workspace. But for this episode, we're going to focus on the sacred space, which is for your practices, for your meditation, for everything that you do on your spiritual journey or you want to do. So the first thing I would suggest is to find the perfect spot in your home. Think about where you feel most comfortable already in your home. Visiting your sacred space should be something you look forward to. So you should feel comfortable in the room, in the space where you want to put it up. You don't have to dedicate a whole room or a big part of your home to your sacred space. A little space next to your bed or a pillow in front of your nightstand can already make a beautiful sanctuary. It's all about the intention and the details. So keep it simple. Don't overthink it. Just go with your intuition. Where do you want to set it up in your home? And you can get creative. If you have a hard time finding a spot in your home, try to set priorities. Do you really need a makeup desk or can you sacrifice that in return for a sacred space? Or do you really need that bookshelf right now, even though you have all the books on your ebook already? Can you let go of them? Like make priorities and really set the intention to make the sacred space an important part of your home. You can also think of it in a way of like a cleansing process. So you can think of getting rid of some stuff to make room for your sacred space and to make your room more uncluttered to create the sacred space. So you can go as far as you want. You can go as crazy as you want or as simple as you want. This is just an inspiration for the upcoming days where you have the time to finally do something like this. 
the next and very important part of setting up a sacred space is to make it cozy. Keep it simple, keep it cozy and calm. Decoration adds to the coziness and well-being of your space, but don't go overboard with it. You don't want your sacred space to be super cluttered. You only want to have items in your sacred space that really spark joy within your soul and that make you feel like you're in a high vibe. You don't want any clutter, any... Um, items that you connect with anything that's stressful or anything like that you really want to be selective with the things that are part of your sacred space so find the objects that make you feel inspired and that you consider healing or sacred to have around this can be crystals your favorite cards like oracle cards tarot cards or some decoration you really really love so it's very personal to you what you want to put in your sacred space i usually have it really really simple i only have a few crystals a few plants um a salt lamp and a few activated oils like that is what i usually have in my journal that's what i usually have in my in my uh sacred space the next thing is to get a journal or to use your journal, if you already do journal, in your sacred space. If you've never tried journaling before, it's definitely time to change that now. Journaling is such a powerful and calming and healing tool to implement into your spiritual practice. So if you do not have a journal, if you've never journaled before, <laughs> get one as soon as stores are open again. Having a journal in your sacred space encourages you to write down thoughts and dreams and meditations, some cosmic wisdom, whatever you want to journal down, and to keep track of your spiritual evolution. Journaling really helps to bring all your thoughts and feelings and the spiritual experiences into the physical realm and ground them into your being. I've had this situation so often that I was dreaming something and I knew I had a dream like this before or I had a very impactful meditation and I could remember something that I experienced in a lucid dream a few years ago and I didn't really know anymore what it was all about and then I was able to take my journal from a couple of years ago and reread everything that I've written down about this download about this dream about this lucid dream whatever it was and this is so helpful to keep track of your spiritual evolution and to also remember all the things because the fun thing is even though you have a lot of cosmic wisdom on your spiritual journey and it gets more and more and more you also start to forget things because it's so much energy and so much information that not everything is super present in the moment there's always something that um, takes a step back because it's not important right now and it may become important in the future again so it's nice if you have it all written down and you can just look it up in your journal. So definitely start journaling. Use this um, Christmas time to set the intention to get a beautiful journal that you really love and start journaling if you're not already doing that. The next thing I like to keep in my sacred space are my crystals. Crystals are like little energy cleansers and amplifiers. So I love having crystals in my sacred space and they are an important part of my spiritual practice. Just having them around and meditating with them can help me immensely to go deeper into meditation because as I said, they amplify any kind of energy. Plants also hold a high vibration and make your sacred space more lively and more just energetically charged in a very serene way. Some plants also literally cleanse the air around you and create a healthy environment. I love having these around. You can easily find out which plants are air purifying. It usually says that on the label because it's it's literally a thing. And um, I also will put a list in the show notes of plants that are 
good to use in your sacred space because they're all air purifiers. So check out that list. What also adds to the coziness is to get some kind of lighting for your sacred space. Candlelight is always nice and cozy, but if you want to journal in the evening without lighting up the entire room, it can be helpful to have a warm, cozy light that's a little bit brighter than just candles, because candles can be really dark if you don't put on like 10 of them. <laughs> what I like to use is uh, Himalayan salt lamps. They are a great choice in my opinion. They are not too pricey and they give off the most soothing light ever. You've probably seen this kind of light in my stories because I always have them on in the evening. So whenever I journal, whenever I work in the evening, I always have them on. I love them. I love the light they give up. I love the energy. And also it's so natural because it's salt. It's nothing like too artificial. I feel like the frequency of this light, like this soft, warm light, really sets my brain up for relaxation and insight. So that really helps me personally, and I hope it will help you too. If you don't own one, definitely wish for one or get yourself one. It's very, very good investment. Something I've been introduced to by a friend of mine who's a Mirafor. A Mirafor is a woman who works with activated oils and the spirits of the essential oils. It's a very like sacred old feminine practice and she introduced me to essential oils. I obviously knew them before but I never really um, connected with them in the same way that I do now now that she's taught me so much about this. You can rub your essential oils on your temples or you can put them in a diffuser or spray around in your sacred space before starting your spiritual practice and this is like a nice mini ritual for me. It's like a okay, now we're starting to practice, now we're calming down, now we're calming the mind, now we're grounding into the body. It's just a nice mini ritual for me and um, it's easy to implement. There is so much to talk about the essential oils and my friend could probably make this whole uh, podcast episode about essential oils. I may invite her at one point to do that, but um, I, I'm not like this professional with this. I'm not a mirror I'm not doing any magic with the oils. I'm just using them to calm myself down, to ground into my body. And I like to use the activated oil that she gave me to really set intentions for my practice. I love to use rose oil. I really love the smell and the feminine energy of that. But my go-to is lavender because it's um, said to calm down the mind, make you feel more relaxed and help you sleep better. So it's perfect for your cozy space and also perfect for practice before bed. You can also use incense for a nice smell and for the good vibes. I, for example, love to burn frankincense and dried herbs on a stove if I'm planning to go into a deep meditation or spend a long amount of time in my sacred space. For shorter visits or for shorter practices, I usually use incense sticks or like a nice aura spray or a pillow spray just to kind of trick my brain into knowing, okay, now it's time to really go inside, really focus on the soul. And uh, this, this scent really helps with that. Another great thing you can do that you may not be aware of is to listen to high-frequency music. Sound and vibration have a direct effect on our bodies and minds. We are always surrounded by frequencies and music is nothing else but a frequency. So we are deeply impacted by the music we are listening to. And we have and we are a frequency ourselves. So 
that frequency of ourselves that correlates with the frequencies around us. And this is why it's hard to stay positive if there's a lot of negativity around you. If there's like people in a bad mood around you, you're being directly affected by the bad vibes around you and they're dragging down your own frequency. High frequency music is suited to interact with your human frequency in a way that is calming and uplifting to you. So it's designed to correlate with your own frequency in a positive way. And different frequencies can elevate your well-being and sound healing is a form of energetic medicine. And you can implement this so easily into your practice by just listening to high frequency music. You can um, go to YouTube and type in high frequency music and a lot of videos will pop up with a lot of soundtracks and you kind of have to go with your intuition. What does feel good? What does make you feel stressed? What does make you feel anxious? Because some of them, at least that's my experience, make me feel anxious and they make me feel like, oh my God, that's not the frequency I need right now. So definitely listen to your intuition and find or take some time to find a soundtrack that you really love. These are usually videos that are like one hour or even longer. So you should be good for the time you spend in your sacred space every day to have this playing in the background. Another thing is binaural beats. I could uh, talk about this more in a, in a separate episode, but shortly said, this is like a fre frequency that is, it's two frequencies that meet in the middle. So on the right ear and on the left ear is a different frequency each, and it creates one frequency in your brain. So it helps you to meditate deeper, to access your wisdom within Binaural beats are amazing. I have a bonus module in my mentorship with only binaural beats <laughs> that help for different um, purposes and my clients love them. They always love to dive into like these binaural beats and have them play. The thing is with binaural beats, you need headphones because like I said, there's different frequencies coming from the left and the right ear. So it only works if you have uh, headphones on that are stereo. And last but not least, the thing that makes your sacred space a sacred space is your consistency. It is important that you actually show up in your sacred space. Try to implement it as a daily ritual, even if it's just five minutes or 10 minutes out of your day. You can make that work, right? <laughs> so like brushing your teeth or washing your face, going to your sacred space, soaking up the positive energy and just being present in the moment should be a routine for you. You don't have to practice all the things you love doing each day because sometimes we don't feel like it, right? You just don't feel like meditating every day, like doing breath work every day. It's just a thing. But see it as a form of self-love and self-nourishment to be consistent in going to your sacred space and always keep it uncluttered at all times. Like the name says, this is meant to be a sacred space for you. You don't want want to put any stuff in there that's not meant to be there you don't want to use it as a storage room because you need to <laughs> store some things it is your little high vibrational sanctuary and no one else should be in it that is not invited nothing else should be in it that is not meant to be there so really treat it as a sacred space this is all I have to share about the sacred space because it's a very personal journey to create one and it's not a big thing it's literally you can literally set up a little meditation cushion next to your bed and this is your sacred space because you have the intention to do or to have this as your sacred space but the more energy and the more love you put into it the more detail 
the more high vibrational it will feel and the more sacred it will feel to you. And I really hope to inspire you to take these couple of days that we now have during the Christmas time to make this your little project before the end of the year. So you can start into the new year with this new energy, with this sacred space that you can use to even dive deeper into yourself, to even explore more of your spiritual side. And um, I would love to see, if you're up for that, I would love to see photos of your sacred spaces. In my mentorship, we also set up sacred spaces or sacred workspaces, and I always love exchanging the photos. Everyone does it so differently, but they always look so good and so beautiful. So feel free to send me an email to podcast at isabelgloria.com or shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at isabelgloria. You can also reach out to me on TikTok. It's at isabelgloria as well. Send over the photos of your sacred spaces. I would love to see them and I would love to publish them on my Instagram story or something like that. So if you're sending over anything, make sure you're okay with that. I'm not going to mention your name or anything, but I would love to show my community the beautiful sacred spaces that have been created over Christmas by my community. That being said, have a beautiful, beautiful time. Have fun creating your sacred space and spend some time with your family and friends and loved ones. And I will talk to you next week for a brand new episode. <laughs>